everybody, and welcome back to the New England Small Business Podcast, part of the 321 New England Podcast Network. My name is Ben Barber. I am your host for this show, and I am so excited because today I am talking to a good friend, Tiana Hustiniano. I messed it up, didn't I? Did I? Did okay. I? It, no, you no, you got to write the Yeah, Hustiniano. That's it. Yeah, I. This is the thing. I was like so confident and then I was in my spiel and I was like, nope, I'm going to mess it up now. I I didn't even think about it. And then I was like, oh, did I, I did mess it up, but I did not. <laughs> Thank goodness. I'm so sorry. I've drawn so much attention to it. Tiana is from Aflac and she is the one of the most wonderful people that I've met in the last two years. How are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, when we're recording this right now, it's 3.15 uh, p.m. I have been working since 5.15 this morning um, and I feel good. I feel good. I got like seven, a good seven hours left ahead of me and uh, and I'm excited about that. That's a long um, day. It's, it's, it is, it is. I have a lot to catch up on. It was a, a we had a birthday this weekend and all sorts of stuff was happening. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, and, uh, and your background. Um, so a little about myself, um, 27 years young, um, originally from Worcester, Massachusetts. I've been in New Hampshire, Dover, New Hampshire for the past eight years now. Um, grew up doing a lot of, or for, you know, previous work, I've done a lot of, um, hospitality work. Um, lots of restaurants, hotels, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Nice. How did you, uh, how did you come to work at Affleck? So funny thing. So I got, um, I was doing home and auto insurance before. So I was doing property and casualty insurance and, you know, big thing happened in March, 2020. I'm not sure if you heard about it. What was that? Um, the pandemic. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Yeah, Continue. I know. It's one of those things. Like, it's kind of underground. So, you yeah. know. Um, so I got laid off from my job at that point. Um, and it was extremely hard to find um, somewhere. And, you know, I was just kind of putting in for different places. And I saw um, something for Aflac. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I can do some life and health. I don't know anything about it. But I want to work. Um, and then I got a call back. I had a couple of interviews, um, and decided to just give it a shot. I'm like, I really don't know a ton about this industry. It's a lot different than what I'm used to. Um, but I tried it for a few months and I ended up falling in love with what I, you know, the work I did with people. So, yeah, from now, from all of the anecdotal evidence that I have heard, uh, about, about you at Aflac in the last, uh, year and a half, two years, uh, you have been an absolute rock star and, uh, and, and everyone loves you and they love working with you and, um, and you really go above and beyond to help people um, and to save them uh, money and to get them insured and get them the things that they need. Uh, what uh, drives you to um, put in that kind of work for people? I think having that hospitality background um, where, you know, when you're working in restaurants, when you're working in bars, um, you're providing a service, you're providing an experience. Um, and that's, I, I've always loved the, what I get back from that, seeing someone in either enjoy themselves or, um, just have, 
become happy from something or have like a pleasant experience with something has always been a really big motivator. Um, so I think, um, and having, you know, my mentor um, who, or my district who is um, Manny Manujian, she's, that's something she's really big on as well as service and working in that environment, being able to help people, I think is really what drives me. You know, if someone's having, a lot of our policies are made to help you when you're experiencing something unexpected medically. Yep. And so, you know, when you're injured or you're, you know, you're out of work with cancer, you know, you don't really want to be dealing with a lot of this other stuff or needing to figure out how to make claims and um, being able to make that easier for someone is um, just really rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love that. Um, one of the things that uh, moving, moving away from Aflac for a second, uh, one of the, um, one of the things that you and I bonded over a little bit um, was uh, our love for, for music and, uh, and performing. Can you tell me a little bit about your history in, in that uh, sort of uh, fun stuff? And I'm completely putting you on the spot right now. It's okay. Um, I always, that's always a fun topic to talk about. Um, so I went to Burnco High School, uh, Burnco Senior High in Worcester, um, which is an arts magnet high school. There's theater, art, music, and dance. And I was in the select chorus there, um, which is called Quadrivium. And um, nice name. Yep. Dave Twist is the, was my teacher. He was the instructor there. Um, amazing amazing person, huge impact on my life. Um, and yeah, so I, I did a lot of that. I did a lot of chorus. We did, um, performed with Kenny Rogers, as I told you about, um, a couple, couple, uh, Christmas concerts with Kenny, um, uh, performed in Disney a bunch of times, um, during different competitions. Um, some that were like international, you know, we had courses that we were going up against that were from Canada. Um, and yeah, no, it was a really great, great experience. <laughs> I love it. Um, one of the things that I love, uh, I have a, a little bit of a history um, and a background in performing arts as well, uh, both on stage and uh, backstage and teaching and, and doing all of those things. Um, one of the things that I think that people underestimate when they when they think about like kids doing performing, right. Cause a lot of like public schools will cut funding for the arts like mm -hmm. immediately. Um, mm -hmm. And the confidence the, and, and life skills that uh, going up on stage and in dancing or singing or playing an instrument or whatever, or being in a theater uh, production, the, the confidence and the life skills that you get from, from those things can really benefit someone for years to come, no matter what the profession is that they decide to take on, no matter where life takes them. Um, you know, th those are things that transfer. And I think that one of the, um, and I think that you're a shining example of that. Uh, okay. and that it's, it's probably why everyone it's, you know, probably one of the reasons why, um, like I said, everyone that, uh, that I've ever spoken to says, um, you know, Tiana is amazing. You gotta, you know, and 
you know, Tiana loves uh, talking to people and she loves going and, and, and doing the face to faces and stuff like that's a level of confidence in yourself and in public speaking one to one, one to many that like, I think comes from that background, you know, what would you agree with that? Or am I off base? No, uh, I would say a thousand percent. I agree with it. Um, there's, there's something about, you know, getting up in front of people and yeah, whether you're alone or whether you're in a group, um, it's still, it's still just as nerve wracking. Um, and in what I do now, I still do presentations. Um, and, when I first started, I'm like, Oh, I'm a little rusty. I haven't been up in front of people in a while. Um, and you, but you know, you quickly get back into the hang of it and it's, it's awesome. It's a great experience. It's great to be, to become comfortable doing that too, to be doing that so often and getting comfortable is a great feeling. I agree. I think, um, I think that that's, that's fantastic. Do you have any, uh, do you have any tips for anybody that might be listening that has to give presentations, has to go out and make those sales calls and and uh, talk to people one on one and stuff that are a little intimidated by by that sort of performance aspect of it? Breathe. Huge <laughs> um, I find that I get out of breath sometimes. Yeah, it's like, a you know <sighs> before you start doing doing things on an exhale is really nice. Um, but if you're doing a presentation, um, don't get stuck to a script. Don't get stuck on your words. I did that a lot at the beginning, I think. I, you know, I had some set things I wanted to say. And if I didn't say it in the exact way, I got really tripped up and I would have to stop and be like, okay, wait, wait, well, where was I? Um, but then, you know, with talking one-on-one -on -one with people, focus on the other person, you know, get them talking, learn more about them. It's, um, I think being a great listener is, um, an underrated and not talked about skill enough. So. Absolutely. I could not agree with that more. Um, all right. Going back into Aflac a little bit, uh, who would be, who, who would be ideal people to give you a call? Who can you help, um, that might be listening to this or might know people, uh, you know, who, who, who is a good uh, referral for you to, for someone to send an email to that email list? Uh, that's email that's listed below. Good question. Um, so I work with a lot of different businesses. Um, I work with everything from manufacturers to landscapers, um, dental offices. Um, I really don't have a set niche with industry, um, but businesses that, well, one, you know, think and care about their employees, which we're knowing a lot more in today's job market that that's becoming a lot more uh, prevalent. Absolutely. Um, but maybe you don't have benefits available. Maybe you want to make something available. Um, using Aflac as a supplementary insurance is a great way to have some benefits in there, um, especially for, you know, coming from the restaurant industry. We don't have benefits. We really don't. Um, I. I've never, I've worked at a lot of restaurants and I've never worked at a restaurant where I had any type of benefits. Mm -hmm. um, so where I can bring, you know, a network dental, being able to offer just dental insurance to, you know, your, your employees is huge. Massive, um, massive. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, dental insurance vision, um, along with a lot of the other products we have. Um, 
the trades are really great. Um, like I said, but yeah, any business that, you know, wants to go that little extra mile, it doesn't cost the business anything. Um, they can obviously absolutely choose to, um, you know, sponsor something for their employees, which is great. I have a lot of my businesses that do that, but um, businesses that want to grow, they want to give their employees something. And um, yeah. I love it. Very cool. Very, very, very cool. Um, what is your, what is your favorite thing that you do every week? Oh, my favorite thing that I do let's every go, week. Let's go, let's go two answers on that. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go two answers on okay. that. Let's go. I've never asked that question before. <laughs> let's go two answers on that. I want your favorite thing that you do every week, uh, work related. Mm -hmm. And then your favorite thing in general you do, uh, on a weekly mm -hmm. basis. Very good question. So work related. I think the meetings that I have with my businesses, um, which I'm are tending to happen, you know, the bigger, the more businesses you have, the more one-to-ones you have with your business owners. Um, and I really, I really enjoy those because it gives you a chance. It gives me a chance to, you know, further develop that relationship and learn more about them and um, see their pain points and see their wins and um, kind of be on that journey with them as a business. Um, so work-related, I think that's one of my favorite things that I do, week, you know, pretty weekly. Um, and then personal life, we just, uh, my partner and I just started foraging. So never done that a ton. Um, so we're foraging for like mushrooms, like this, there's a mushroom called chaga. Uh, have you heard of it? Okay. I, have you heard of it before? Uh, I have heard of it before. Yeah. Okay. I've, I'd never heard of it until like three weeks ago. <laughs> um, our best friend is really, really into it. And he's like, you can just forage for it in the woods. And I'm like, oh, cool. Um, but it ends up being, it's like a great way to get out into nature. Um, and we bring the dog and we go up north and we're out there for like four hours, like hiking and, and searching. It's kind of like it's, it feels like an I spy almost, or like a, like a yep. scavenger hunt. So yeah, that's been my favorite thing. We've been doing that every weekend for the last couple of weeks now. Um, my, so I, I used to have an office space in downtown Westerly and my Rhode Island and the person who had the office next door to us, who was a friend was a forager and like wrote books on it and, mm -hmm. um, and those things. So like I, I spoke to him occasionally, I wouldn't say at length, but it always seemed very interesting, uh, to me. And, um, yeah. So I, I remember, I just looked up, um, if, uh, if this was, uh, I, if this was it and it's not, but, um, have you ever heard of the chicken of the woods? Yes, that's the next one I want to look. I might one of my other friends forages for that, and I'm need to find it. So, yeah, I don't know where they are. I don't know. I don't. I've never. I've never done this. I'm. I'm quite frankly a little afraid to go looking out in the woods for 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 mushrooms and things. I tend to, I tend to end up finding things that I'm allergic to instead. So, uh, but I think that that's amazing. Uh, I love that. I love that you guys do that. That's so cool. Yeah, um, it's definitely something you have to be, I've been told you have to be careful with because some mushrooms look like other mushrooms and some yeah. mushrooms are good and some are like, so. My anxiety would not, would not take <laughs> that. 
<laughs> but <laughs> more power, more, more power to you. Um, I love it. Uh, please make sure that you send me a text with a photo when you find the chicken of the woods mm. so and see it again. I'm very, I'm very excited for all of this foraging stuff. Um, that's super cool. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to leave um, listeners with uh, about Aflac, about what you do, anything, anything uh, that we didn't cover that you might want to say before we go? Hmm. There are a lot of supplemental insurance um, providers out there. There, there really are. There are a ton. Um, where what really sets Aflac apart um, and myself apart as an agent is really the service. Um, the service that you'll get is, is paramount. Aflac's really big about, you know, we've got you under our wing. We're there when you need us. And um, I really like to go that extra mile. I like to make sure I'm there for my um, clients every step of the way, make life easier, um, find solutions um, even beyond, you know, the supplemental insurance, you know, any pain points they have. I always am like, you know, please reach out to me. Let me know. I might have a solution. And if I'm not, if I don't, I can find someone who has a solution. So um, I think that's really wraps it up. I love it. I love it. Um, I think that, you know, sometimes when you don't have, uh, when your provider, uh, doesn't offer you some of those insurances, you know, um, like dental, right. For, for hospitality businesses, uh, you can kind of feel like you're unattached, like you're, um, you know, an Island in a stream and, uh, and you don't want to, um, to gamble with the, I'm just trying to make Kenny Rogers references now. Um, to end, to, to end yeah. Uh, I, I, had I, had I committed to it a little bit more, I would have nailed it. I'm not going to try. Uh, well, you I know what? That's... You got to know when to hold him and know when to fold him. Uh... Tiana, this has been the best episode of the New England Small Business Podcast that has ever aired. I am so sorry to all of our other guests. This is the peak. This is the pinnacle. This is our last episode, ladies. And gentlemen. Oh gosh, only can, no. can only go down from here. So. It can only go down from here. That was the that was the button, and I should have ended it there. Tiana Hustiniano, thank you so much. Uh, I hope I said it right that time again. You did. Nailed it. I'm never going to ask again because I nailed it and I'm good and we're done. And I should, uh, I should, you know, wear a hoodie and a baseball hat for all of these episodes from now on. Apparently I'm more comfortable this way. Um, thank you. Yeah. You're amazing. Uh, I'm really excited about, uh, getting to know you and, um, about all of the people that you help, um, with the wonderful work that you're doing at Aflac. Thank you. And I will talk to you soon. Ben, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I look forward to, I'll see you uh, tomorrow morning for BNI. <laughs> Absolutely. See you then. Bye. All right. Thanks. Bye. Tiana is the greatest. Give her, send her an email, find out all of the contact info down in the description of this episode. Uh, that supplemental insurance is huge, especially for those industries um, and, and people really need it and they need to know, uh, that they have that coverage when they need it. And it's super important and it's really awesome to have a friendly face and, uh, and an ear, um, and someone, someone there who cares about you and who cares about your employees and who cares about getting you 
uh, these coverages that you need. So please check out Tiana um, and Aflac and uh, do all of those things because I cannot recommend them enough. If you know anybody that should be a guest on the New England Small Business Podcast, please send me an email, ben at 321.media, and we will see you next week for another episode of the New England Small Business Podcast.